Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 207 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Have you woken up from your post-Thanksgiving nap? Mm. I should hope they aren't still sleeping Tuesday morning. (laughs) Right? Are you still in stretchy pants? (laughs) There's no shame in that. Right? Yeah, no shame. Turkey leftovers. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's time to turn the page towards Christmas. Yay. All you haters, you can't hate anymore. It is officially Christmas season. It's um. officially Christmas season and we're here to celebrate uh, today. And boy, do we have some good stuff for you. We're going to do those three E's, entertain, encourage, and equip. And we're going to take a little bit of a different approach to that uh, this week. We've got a, a surprise guest for you that it's going to be awesome. Awesome. And the surprise that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Is Big Yonce. I don't think they're surprised anymore. Brian. It's not really a surprise. <laughs> Maybe a little spin. That's okay. Spin. I appreciate the thought, though. That was really kind of you. So well, thank you. you know, it's good. Is that, that my Christmas like, gift? Yeah, yeah that is. <laughs> oh, You're welcome. Okay. Okay. Just It's good to know. It's good to know where to have the expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Man, guys, we've got a fun episode in store today. Obviously, yes, like Brian we said, do. we're going to sh- we're gonna be doing those threes. The threes. We're going to share some resources to help equip you. We are going to share some laughs with prayer concerns. Again, it's always a highlight of my week. Yes, just, oh, man. just all people do not cease to surprise me every they single don't. week. They don't. Man, people are just fantastic. Uh, we, we're going to be sliding into the DMs. We had a really great DM come through about how to honor your pastor when you are not on the same page. I think that's something that all of us could relate to, at least at some mm. point in life. Yep. yep, um, yep, yep, yep so yeah, yep, yep. we're going to tackle that one. Uh, and then we're going to be sharing a conversation that we got to have with Dave Barnes. You're right. A surprising oh, guest in the yes. best way possible. This guy it is- was, It is just, you could put him in a room with a camera yeah. and come out with- unbelievable content. Yeah. Like he was so much fun. Just kept pulling out yeah. the guitar and <laughs> yes, <laughs> Such playing mid interview. So yeah, lots and Such lots a blast. of fun. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And speaking of fun guys, uh, let us tell you about the amazing people at planning center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about planning center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking I'm already using services. What are we doing? Talking about planning center. Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use people. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. So Jennifer. Yes. When you get on a plane, Okay. We're traveling what kind of today. Seat, what, kind of, what kind of seat are you looking for? What's your oh. go-to seat? Oh, man. Uh, so, you know, lately, I, uh, for a long time, I was a solid window seat person. Mm, yeah, really, yeah, I really loved having yeah. that window seat. You could lean up against, you know, you have something to lean against and you sure, fall asleep. Sure, sure. Uh, but lately, after the pleasure of flying on Southwest and not really getting to know my seat, you know, it's kind of a, yeah. it's, it's a free-for-all with them. A bit of a crapshoot. Yeah. yeah it's a, you just don't know what's going to happen. And getting stuck in the middle multiple times, I'm actually starting to really like the aisle a little yeah. bit better, a little yeah. bit better, yeah. you know, pounding yeah. some beverages while I'm on the plane. So getting up right. to go to the bathroom and I'm not worried about climbing <laughs> over people and that awkwardness when you kind of, yeah, yeah. So that that's, that's, that's lately where I've been kind of hanging nice. out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. How about you? Nice. Nice. I'm an eye. I'm a solid. I was like, you're guy. an aisle guy. I could tell. Yeah. I got a little bit of space. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I don't like to be cramped. You know what I'm saying? So aisle exit row is. Okay. 
That's your dream? Yeah, that's my dream. And so, you know, on, on Southwest, uh, I'm, I'm paying for that early bird mm-hmm. check-in, whatever I can do to get in that first 15, man. And I get on with the, right after the military people and the wheelchair people and all that. I mean, yeah. I am, and I'm, I'm going straight for the aisle on the exit row. Yes, that is, it's so funny because I did exit row a few times because I get the extra leg room, but I don't like yeah. not having the tray in front of me. I've discovered. Yeah. Yeah. I well, want, I, mean, I want a tray where I can lay all my crap can, out, and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll tell you too, uh, Delta, Delta has this comfort plus. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's nice. It's man. nice. Yeah. It's nice. If you want to kind of almost feel like you're in a special class, but you can't afford the, uh, the first class upgrade, which is me. So uh, I'm in that aisle on on Comfort Plus on Delta, man. That is so nice. I don't fl- I don't fly a lot of Delta because Josh does uh, American Airlines a lot yeah. for for work, yeah. and he's got status with them. So if I'm with him, we're always on American. Um, yeah. And he a lot of times gets upgraded and lets me. There's been multiple times where he's hung out back with the peasants in uh, in economy, <laughs> and um, he's let me have that upgrade, and I've got to hang out. You know, in those plush. Let's, let's just say Josh rolls in a different atmosphere. He really most, does. Almost all of us. I mean, Josh, Josh rolls in a different style. And let me just say this. If you're listening to this podcast and you work for an airline mm. and there's, there comes a time when you would like to, you know, shine a blessing on your humble hosts. Yeah. We will receive it. <laughs> we will receive it. It is more blessed to give than to receive friends. Right. So, right. you know. Just, yeah, yeah, I don't know what we're wanting from them. More peanuts, right. like more snacks. <laughs> you you get us like some upgrades or get us. Throw, See, throw I don't, know if, I don't my, know if they have the power to do that, but hey, let's out. try. Also, if you have any connection with cruise lines, we'll take that too <laughs> <laughs> while we're at it. Just, <laughs> you know, room with the balcony. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that. I don't know what we've turned this into. <laughs> no, I don't either. Yeah. We're just begging for benefits. That's, you know, That's whatever. That's shame upon us. <laughs> right. Right. Um, guys, if you're a newly positioned leader, that's a terrible segue, but don't, yeah, just hear us. If you're a newly positioned leader, the Overflow Worship Leader Startup Toolkit, the link's in our bio. It's six courses. They're video courses at your own pace, all online. If you're new to leadership, or maybe you just want to kind of a refresher, this would be a great opportunity to jump in. Mm -hmm. Um, We've partnered with our friend, uh, Andrea Olson from Overflow Worship. It's a great resource for new leaders. Um, and then coming up really, really soon, January 20th and 21st, Jen and I will be uh, at the Refuel Conference at Bethel University in Mishawaka, Indiana. We're com- we're descending upon the Waka. The Waka. Right? They're not ready. Uh, they're not ready for us, I don't us, think they're man. ready for this. They're not ready for us. We got Mama Rita Springer, Andy Rozier, John Egan, and a bunch of other folks. It's going to be a great, great day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you uh, are a couple of days and, and come and join us, man, if you're, if you're, you can drive or maybe catch a, catch a flight into greater Mishawaka International uh, and, and, you know, join us. It's going to be great at Refuel. Mm-hmm. Then just a few days later, we're going to be uh, like defrosting down in uh, Orlando mm-hmm. for the WAVE conference, Worship Audio Visual Experience. The Wave Conference, January 24th through the 26th in Orlando. There's a link in our bio for both of those. Um, I know for sure for the Wave one, you can save a little money if you use that link in our bio on your registration. And that one is for, um, you know, if you're you're the AV person at your church, or maybe you're in a creative director role and you're looking at spaces or whatever, you know, the worship space, whatever, you're, there's going to be a lot of stuff at the Wave Conference mm-hmm. for you. So, man, join us at one of those because we would absolutely love to see you. Yes, we would. We would absolutely right? Hit that love link that. In our, that link in our bio is like a treasure trove, guys. It really is. You should go explore it. There's you just all kinds get of in goodies there, there. Get in there. All get kinds in of goodies. There. Get in there. Well, Brian, you know what time I think it is. What time is it, Jen? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. 
Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, we love this segment. You keep just crushing it every single week. And what's a prayer concern? Like last week, we did a a little variation on it where we did unusual song requests. This week, we're going OG. Just the roast from our congregation where you didn't do this like I wanted it. You did too much of this. It was too loud. I couldn't see through the fog and your ripped jeans and (laughs) all of that business. And so they love to tell you what they think. And if if you've been roasted, and who hasn't been roasted, right? right if you've yeah. been in ministry for five minutes, you've been roasted. So s- send yours in. We'll never share your name or your church's name. We'll protect all that. But you can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there. And uh, you can also DM them uh, to us on the socials. So let's dive right in to an OG version of prayer concerns. Prayer concern number one. A woman came to me and said, Two weeks ago, you sang with another vocalist and I was watching the live stream. I don't know what happened to you guys, but it was so bad that I turned the volume down further with every song. Oh my gosh. That is savage. That is like burn unit, burn unit. That is burn unit level. Why does she feel the need to go say it? Like, come on. If if it was that bad, oh my gosh. I thought this and I need wow. to tell you. Okay. Right. So yeah. that gets yeah. us started. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. Where's don't the filter? Where's the. No, there, there ain't one. No, there, there, ain't ain't, no there is not one. Um, okay. Number two, prayer concern. Number two, I got this from a fellow worship team member and she asked me, have you had anyone comment on the dresses you wear? I'm just curious. As I was wearing a dress that day to serve oh and worship, my gosh. Was, that was completely appropriate. Have you had anyone comment on? <laughs> no, because yeah. most people have a sense of what's appropriate, what's not. Zip it. Oh my word! Gosh, right. Okay, number three. Prayer concern number three. My husband is the pastor of a small church, and I am the main worship leader. During the greeting time, I usually play keys to help transition between worship and the word. Last week, my neighbor came up to the keyboard during greeting time. Thinking she was coming to say hello, my face brightened. And she literally just said, you're too loud. And walked away. The live stream captured the whole exchange. And unfortunately, I don't have much of a poker face. Oh my gosh. Uh, whoever submitted that, just send us the video. We won't share it. We promise. I just yeah, want to see the, I want to see the face. I just need to see it. I need <laughs> I to see it. I cannot believe that. Like, I'm shocked she didn't go to the soundboard. Apparently she doesn't know how things work. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, You're too loud. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. Okay. Oh number four, gosh. number four, prayer concern. Number four. I was recently told, quote, People are leaving the church because of you and how loud the music is. So if you're okay with that, don't turn it down. But if you want people to stay and hear God's word, you should probably turn the volume down. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That is the Jesus juke of all Jesus jukes. Seriously. Like if you're okay with people not hearing God's word. You're okay. If you're okay with people going to hell. (laughs) Right. Which in reality, if it's, if it's loud, they got a better chance of hearing God's right, word. Right, right. And you know, there's like people are leaving the church. It was probably their one set of friends, you know, just right. one other couple or something like that. It, right. Don't Donna, let the door hit you. Don and Elsie. Door is swinging. Don't let it hit you. Right. <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. You guys, you're so amazing for sending these in. Okay, here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. We had a lady comment on our live stream that said, um, the first lady lives in the White House. Just say happy birthday to the pastor's wife and move on. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Of gosh. all things to care that about. That's, that's yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. The first lady lives in the White House, fam. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that one so much. I've been saving that one for a bit. Yeah. 
It's a yeah, good one. I've been one. saving that one. So fam, those are prayer concerns. Uh, share yours with us. You can go to worshipleaderprops.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and uh, and submit yours there. Well, it's time to get into the next segment of the our podcast that we call Sliding Into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well-known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. Our DMs are always open and uh, you are um, uh, great to entrust us with your questions. And so uh, we got one uh, literally just today that was a great, great um, thought provoking. Uh, and it just kind of said, how do you honor your pastor when you aren't on the same page? Mm. So like if you're not, maybe you guys are not agreeing on song selection or uh, direction or how you're making decisions, uh, maybe for the worship ministry or whatever, just not on the same page. How do you honor your pastor when that's the case? Mm. That's a tough situation to be in. I do think that regardless, there's going to be moments in everyone's journey where you aren't on the same page. So I do think that some of that is, some of that can be normal because we're all individuals. Mm -hmm. Everybody has different thought processes, opinions, preferences, all of that. Um, But if it's kind of an ongoing situation, I think it's, it's tough, but a conversation needs to happen. Yeah. You know, because I love that they said, how do we still honor? I think that that's great. I love that they didn't say, how do I get my pastor to do what I want them to do? You know, (laughs) because I think if we, yeah, Yeah. I was like, I think if we approach it that way, how do I get my pastor to back off and let me do what I want to do? That's not a a team player attitude that isn't honoring. So I love the way they asked it. Um, But I think a conversation has to happen. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, as long as you're alive, Mm-hmm. there's an excellent chance that you're going to have a boss. Yeah. And probably that boss is going to do some things that you like and some things that you don't like. Um, typically those people that are in a boss or a leadership role are, they're going to, they're going to have access to information that you don't have. Mm-hmm. They're going to have access to uh, levels of leadership, board conversations, all that kind of, and not B-O-R-E-D. I mean, yep. B-O-A-R-D, yeah. like el- elder board conversations that you don't have access to. And so um, there could be some of that to it. Yep. I, th- I think like Jen said, if it's an ongoing situation and let's say you have that conversation and it doesn't get better or it doesn't go well. And then I think, I think for you, you have to evaluate is God preparing me for some sort of a change, mm. so some sort of a transition. Is God readying me? Is he kind of stirring the water? Yeah. Um, you know, in, in, in some ways, um, you know, throughout my life when I've been wrestling with big decisions, that's kind of the way God works for me mm-hmm. or with me. He kind of stirs the waters a little bit and um, that, that gets my attention. And I'm like, okay, maybe we're headed for a season of transition. And that's, of course, something that you want to do prayerfully and thoughtfully. You want to seek wise counsel. You want to make sure that uh, your relationship with the Lord is where it needs to be, that Mm -hmm. it is thriving. And so that you make that decision based on the, uh, the best, you know, best possible uh, situation spiritually. But man, so like how, Jen, if you were going to approach a, a pastor, like, and you were going to have a conversation like that, how would you even start? Um, I think it's good to come in with examples. If you, if you kind of come in with generalities and, you know, we're not on the same page and you never, yeah. this or that, yeah. that's not going to go well. So I do think you come in first with um, humility and appreciation and just say, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and obviously don't lie. So if none of this is true, then 
revisit what Brian just said, but you know, to say, <laughs> Hey, I love being a part of this team. Um, and I want to make sure that everything that I'm doing, it does work cohesively with, you know, with the vision oh. that you have. Um, but I'm, I, I'm noticing a few things that are happening that feel like we kind of aren't aligned and I want us to be aligned because I don't want you to feel yeah. frustrated. Yeah. I don't want to feel frustrated. I don't want us to miss the mark, you know, and then maybe submit some of the idea or, you know, some of the examples that you have, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, you know, when I pick kind of these songs, this is what I'm thinking when I do this. Um, but I've noticed you've asked me to change some things, you know, so let's bring some clarity and let's see how we can, we can work together. I think regardless what a pastor doesn't want to hear is they don't want to be blasted with how they're, they're right, overstepping right. a line, that sort of a thing. And again, I don't think God's going to honor that either. Right. So I think right. you come in with humility and with respect and kind of a, how do we together work to move forward? So neither of us feel frustrated. So we feel mm. aligned. So everything that we're doing is working um, in unity, you know? I, I would say this too, while you were, while you were talking about, you know, God could be shifting you and that's absolutely true. But, um, mm-hmm. a, a passage that I kind of come back to a lot and I was trying to find it. I think Paul says it, um, a couple of different times, um, in the different epistles, but, um, he kind of talks about how, when you're working, how you do the will of God from your heart and you work as if you are working for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And there are times where we really have to come centered back onto that. You know, people can yep. be frustrating. Ministry's frustrating. We get it. But if we constantly come back to the place of I'm doing everything for the Lord, that will help us to kind of check the pride at times. It'll help us to stay in that posture of um, being a humble servant and just kind of going, okay, you know, I'm here. Ultimately, I'm working for the Lord. And so part of part of working for the Lord is honoring my pastor. Part of working for the Lord is doing what needs to be done so that we can, you know, have a great service so we can mm-hmm. facilitate things well so that hopefully people hear the gospel, you know. But we've got to kind of come back to that a lot. Yes, we we work for people, we do, but ultimately everything that we're doing is is for the Lord and it's it's worship unto the Lord. Um, and yeah, so it's, amen. I think that that's why the honor factor is just so important. It's so important. Well, and, yeah, in that posture of humility you talked about, that's that's crucial, you know, yeah. um, for you to go in and, and, and say, you know what, um, you're my leader. I respect, I respect you. Is there, is there something that you see in me that, um, is causing you to not trust me, uh, with, or, or not trust the decisions I'm making maybe Mm -hmm. is a better way to say that. Right. Yeah. That's great. What, what, what do you see in me that is causing you to, um, kind of get into the details Mm -hmm. of, of my ministry? How can I, uh, how can I work alongside you? You know, because yeah. that's a such a crucial crucial relationship in the life of any church. Like that's something that the congregation is going to start to pick up on mm-hmm. if you if you leave that uh, unfixed. Uh, you know, yeah. If, if, yeah. If, if and so yeah, I I love I loved the 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 posture of the question and um, I, I as Jen said, you know, that approaching your approaching your uh, your senior pastor in with humility and in, in, a, in, you know, submission to leadership is, is a part of every, every church staff members role, every yeah. church staff members life, you know, and, and if you, uh, if you, if you're in a, a ministry situation that it turns out that maybe it's kind of a toxic situation or it's a, it's a place that, um, you know, you feel God, stirring the waters a little bit, man, shoot, shoot us a DM. And we, we would love to, to, to walk through that with you because that's, that's a, that's can be really, really challenging yeah. uh, season to walk through. So I, we'd love to hear from you. Like, have you ever had uh, a, a time when you weren't on the same page with your senior pastor? How'd you handle it? How did it go? Uh, shoot us a DM and t- let us know, or you can email us at info at worshipleaderprobs.com and, uh, and tell us how it went. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Um, guys, we have a treat for you. You need to just sit back, relax, get yourself a nice cup of coffee or hot chocolate or whatever floats your boat and uh, check out our conversation with Dave Barnes. Today's interview is brought to you by Hollyland Technology. Are you still using wired intercom for your team's communication? Or are you hesitant to invest in overpriced wireless intercom systems? If that's the case, check out Hollyland Wireless Intercom. 
It's reliable, affordable, and super easy to use. And don't miss the chance to save $800 on the Hollyland SolidCom M1. Email sales at fivewordsmedia.com to get started today. Well, the Worship Leader Probs podcast is thrilled to have Dave Barnes with us you today. Guys, Dave, thanks so much for taking guys, the time. It means a lot. Um, just real quick. Lord, I lift your name on high. Just This just feels right right now, and I want to let it happen. Um, no, thank you for having me. That's the danger of me doing these in my studio. It's all of my little like triggers are in here. They're right at the arm's length. You know? I think you should so just have music thing. going behind every single answer. We're going to ask yeah, you a question. Absolutely. So, like, grab the As guitar. Ask. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, another great question I like to think about is what am I, what am I struggling with today? What's hard? I'll tell you what's not hard is how much God loves me. Amen. Oh my goodness. be passed. Wow, we are in for a wild ride today. I can yes, already we are. Hang on, guys. <laughs> I've had a lot of sugar this morning, so y'all should buckle up. <laughs> I have no clue how this is going to go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you so much, though, for taking the time to talk today. We, yeah, thank you We all. love connecting with uh, creative people, and you definitely have moved the needle creatively. Yeah. Um, we love your Instagram account, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So fancy. It is, it, you know, it's so one of those things that I'm, I'm, I, I, I think about it in a few ways, but one of the ways I think about it is I think about my kids and I'm like someday this, now this is, this could be a really heavy conversation. That's, we can take it there. Sure. But that's not where I'm taking it. But one of my <laughs> best friends, one of his sort of like Ted talks he gives, if you sit with him long enough is, which is really genius is how we are all living digital, leaving digital footprints, like where people can just look us up mm -hmm. at any point. Right. Yeah. And that can get really heavy. It can get really hysterical and beautiful where I'm taking it with my Instagram is like, I do have these moments where I'm like, my kids are going to be able to look, I mean, they already know it. I mean, you know, they're 10, eight and six, but like, you know, there's going to be a day where they're like, like, let's say I'm, I'm dead. And they're like, I kind of missed it. And this is too weird. I don't want to watch this anymore. I'll just <laughs> miss him on my, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like what I know when I watch these about my dad and it makes me nervous. You know what I mean? So I do have these moments. Where I'm like, they're, they're going to love it. They're going to be like, jeez. Oh, I mean, we're sad he's gone, but it's probably for the better. You know? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, just, okay, just so a general just, sort of like, that was enough of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're sad he's gone. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So like Jen said, just wealth of creativity, your socials and hilarious. Absolutely yes, hilarious. Hilarious. By the way, I was, I was pulling for, Corgi Captain Pilot for the last record. That was mine. Uh, it was really close. It was me. And I the literally producer. walk around the house singing that, and my wife is like, "What are, are you? you what is wrong? I'm like, What is wrong with so you? So good, or what is right with so you? So good. That that um, <laughs> we we uh, yeah. I mean, the pandemic making those videos. It was like I think with a lot of things like that, it starts really fun, and then when it turns into a job, it's just not as much fun anymore. Sure, and I sort sure, of looked sure. up at about 55 days in a row, and I was like. Okay. And you know, it's funny. And I, I love, I love talking about this because it's just something I didn't see coming, but like with all the characters, what you realize on about the third post with them, where you do, you know, you do a third video with the same character, like, oh God, there's a backstory here. Like I have to actually keep addressing <laughs> things that at first were just funny names to throw out. But now I'm like, what's her husband's name? Oh, Carl. Okay, right. <laughs> so it's going back in videos. Like, okay, listen, rewind. Oh, Carl is okay. And then she works. Okay, let's get that. He's where? Okay, and that's his girlfriend. Okay. And so all of a sudden I was like, this is no longer just like fun improv, you know, just hit record and have a good time. Like people would be like, that's not the dog's name. And I was like, shoot. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Let me read that. <laughs> you know, so you're like, oh, wow, there's some accountability here all of a sudden with these characters that are just weird, like figments, you know, like peyote and dream, like fever dream characters that sort of came <laughs> up. Uh, Brother Pastor Phil Lugenbottom is probably my my favorite. I It's so incredible. He, the, he's a tricky one because I think if I do him too much, I'm just going to become him. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like my brain is just going to stop fighting and it's just, I'm going to wake up when, you know, Annie's going to, my wife's going to wake up one morning. I'm like wearing those glasses in bed and I'm talking like, and she's like, oh, I knew it. You're, you just couldn't fight long enough. It was Maybe too much. you won't become him. Maybe all these characters are already figments of who you are. Mm. Hard hitting. Yep, That's go. why she's here, Grab ladies and gentlemen. But really, who are we when we think about it like that? Um, no, I mean, it, it, it. It's true. It, it's, it's, there is, 
it, it's fun to have a place like that where you can go with all these things because otherwise, you know, it's just me and my friends goofing off and laughing. And so it was so affirming that so many people thought they were, to, but you know, kind of, kind of back to your point, Brian, it's like the thing that I think is so funny is that people with the songs, like they became these, like, especially with kids, they're like, Oh, my kid walks around singing either the Corey pilot or like there would be some song I'd put up there and they'd be like, Oh, that's our, that's a new, that's like our character. It's like SpongeBob and some houses and ours is the baloney sandwich guy that's running, you know? And you're like, Oh wow. Okay. I'm a little nervous about that, but I guess that's great. I guess my plan is working. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you ever made anything and thought, what have I done? Oh gosh. Listen, there were two or three that I sent some friends and I was like, and they were like, do not no, sir. No, sir. And I was like, okay, okay. Good accountability yeah. group. There's a little. Oh yeah, they were okay. like, we will have to disown you, and we will never talk to you again. Oh my gosh. Uh, so there were a few. Um, yeah, but but most of them sort of, you know, I, I planned for my wife first, and if she was like, that's pretty funny, I was like, all right. And then you know, every now and then I have one. I'm like, oh, this one's boy, he's towing a very precocious line here, <laughs> and I'm not sure this is going to go off like I think it will. Wow. Um, so yeah. Where do, where nice. does all the creativity come from? That's just that's what I'm curious about. The Lord, no, I you know I I don't I, one one of the things um, that I think is really interesting. So you know you guys know this. I mean, obviously as part of the podcast, I'm sure, but like music is in such a weird music as an economy as an industry is you know the music business is in such a weird season. You know, with with all the streaming and and you know people not getting paid what you should <clears throat> and um and and what you're used to making you know and so it's it's so one of the things that's hard about that is so many of us have to do other side hustles or you know you just find other ways to kind of supplant what you would have made but now with all of that um but i think the good thing about that the good the good side of that the sort of silver lining of that is these things is these things where you go oh you know i've always enjoyed doing that too but it didn't make sense with my music career or I always loved painting, but I just never had time for it, or it didn't make sense to do it. Now it does because it's another source of income, or I love writing poetry or books or, you know, um, and so I think one of the good things is, because I think when you sort of already live in a creative occupational space, you're really just a creative. I mean, mm -hmm. I really mm -hmm. doubt that you are only good at music. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and that's why you see, like, I don't know if y'all have seen some of the Michael Jackson drawings. I mean, he was prodigiously good at drawing like mm -hmm. yeah. some of the i mean and yet you would have never known that because it's just like music was enough for him to not have to have to do that you know it was just a hobby and so i think you know the good part of how weird my brain is is it's given it sort of another place to you know kind of run amok which is a, a terrifying too but it you know it's fun that what would just be something me and my friends or family is now something that fans can see. And I think the other thing that's fun about it too, is it gives you one more touch point for people. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm always a fan of trying to be, um, trying to prove how much I'm just like everybody. Like I, I, I love, I love that about, um, doing something that's in front of people is when those people are like, no, no, you don't understand. I really am just like you. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. Like there's nothing. And so I think, you know, that's always been something about my career is I just, you know, it's the everyman thing. It's not the check me out. You know, you, if you have suspicions about me, they are right. You know, it's, it's, and so I think those things really do, they kill the sexiness in such a wonderful way. Cause it's just like, oh, okay. You know, you just can't be that cool when you're posting. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like innate accountability, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause every time you post one, people are like, God, this guy, what a weirdo, you know? So, but you know, my, my parents are funny. My mom's really, really silly. And so, I think a lot of it too was growing up. Like we just watched s that part of my brain. We watched so much SNL and oh, gosh, Jonathan Winters is like my favorite comedian ever. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, between like that stuff and tons of naked gun and, you know, the Zucker brothers movie. So there was just a lot of like, I think I saw the value in it because it made my parents laugh so hard. Mm -hmm. um, so that part of my brain, like the humor stuff, I think was, you know, always, um, sort of celebrated, like, you know, that they just, you know, we loved laughing at funny movies. And, and then when I sort of realized that I had a penchant for humor, um, it was like, that was a little trouble because it was like, Ooh, <laughs> look at the laugh, especially when it came to like, you know, when I was in high school and I noticed like cute girls would laugh at something I said, it was like, what is this power? You know, cause nothing else is working. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately that didn't really work. So, but you know, it, 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 uh, 
Yeah, it's I don't know. You know, I think um, I think too living in Nashville. I mean, so I, I think about this so much. So many of my friends are just so funny. Like they're just mm. really funny people, and I love laughing. Like I'm not one of those people that I got to be the funniest person in the room. I really enjoy humor, and so I think some of it's just that amalgamation of things too. You just sort of osmotically take on you know those things as you as you go to. Man, okay, so you have a couple of podcasts of your own on top of music, on top yep. of this insane social media. Can you just pick a lane, first of all, dude? Uh, no, yeah, I don't exactly. even know what that means. Leave some Why do you got to be good at everything? Just stop it. It is a lane. It's just one massive lane. It's like that hasn't been painted. Can you start <laughs> finger like painting? A... Take on a hobby that you are really not good at and go ahead and put oh. that out there. I want to see like yeah. finger paints uh. that just aren't good. Ask That's... me to organize anything and then just send an evil <laughs> smile and stroke have your beard. Have you seen, okay, have you seen, that's a huge thing on TikTok though, like the organization of uh, like videos and oh people love gosh. them and they, they oh, obsessively man. watch them. I have been wanting to make organizational videos that are like just bad. I'm just like oh. not packing anything away right. And I'm like, check it out, guys. And just have really you seen the one? Everyone. It's one of my favorite accounts. There's a guy who purposefully does that. So he'll be like, he'll bring a pizza out of the oven and then he'll cut a sliver in the middle that's off. And then he'll just take that out, eat it, and walk out of frame. Or like he'll pack yep. a suitcase exactly right, except for the bottom corner, and he'll push it into to where there's just an empty space that nothing goes, and he'll close the... And it's just... Or he'll like he'll bake a pie and then cut like just the outside, but just the corner, and then a little... And then he pulls that out, and he just leaves it, and then walk out of frame. And yeah. it's something in your brain that's like, can't yep. compute, must eat rest of pie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Just drive all the OCD people crazy. Okay. Oh my so, sorry. God. Yeah. We actually, do actually I have to actually talk to you about your podcast. Okay. So you have two podcasts, uh, yeah. Dadville with John McLaughlin and Dave's yeah. five hot takes. You yeah. are a busy, busy guy. So how do you find time for all of this? You've got a wife, you've got kids, you've got yeah. music, two podcasts. Like I said, your social media, how do you find time for everything? You know, th so I needed to spell probably, um, um, any uh, notions of this because so, like it's really interesting. And, and, and if you lived in Nashville, you'd see this and, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel quite, quite as um, impressive if that is impressive. Um, is that weird? I said that, but no, let's leave it as impressive. I don't want to answer this question. Um, I'm Continue. quite impressive. Um, no, the, the, <laughs> that's how I do it. A, I'm that's, very well, impressive. I'm just going to answer your question. I'm impressive. It's a spiritual gift um, that not many people know about. Um, it was in first hesitations, but that got pulled out of the uh, canon. And so we can't reference it. No, um, I, um, the, the life of an artist is really interesting because you know, I, I'm not gone as much as you speak. We started having kids. I slowed my road life down a lot. And so now I do a lot of songwriting for other people too. I still tour obviously and do that, but not near as much as I used to. And then, um, so, so you actually have like, you'll have days where you don't have any rights. And so you just have the whole day to, to do whatever you want. Now with me, I'm always writing for myself. Like I'm always writing my own album. So I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm usually doing that, but mm. there, I was going to be out with lady a this, this fall and there was 20 mm. dates or something and it got moved to the spring. And so, you know, all of a sudden it was like, you know, it was just like the, the, <laughs> it was just like, you know, tumbleweeds across my iCal. Um, <laughs> and so, which was a great Taylor Swift song. Um, but I, I, I realized like, gosh, there's a lot of time here. And so it's, it's a weird job because when you're gone, you're gone, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're gone. You're just, mm -hmm. you know, you're playing for the weekend or something. And, uh, but you know, a lot of guys, like my, a lot of my close friends who are in like, um, like the lady, a guys like Dave, you know, it's funny. Cause like he'll come home during the week and he'll, he'll have stuff to do, but it's, but he's dropping the kids off at school and picking them up and mm -hmm. playing tennis mm -hmm. with his friends and he'll write and, you know, work on stuff. But when he's gone, that's when it's like, you're going like, mm -hmm. that's, that's like the, the really busy, you know, but then when you're home, it's, it's, it's pretty, I mean, you can be as busy as you want to be, but it's rare that anybody is like, I'm busy because I'm, I have to be busy. You know what I mean? Because so much of your time and where you're really making so much of your money is out doing the shows. And so at home, you're kind of like kicking it, you know? In fact, that's the joke yeah. with a lot of my friends is like when tours have to get moved or when the pandemic hit, like couples were like, oh boy, he's going to be uh, a lot, home a lot. And, or they, you know, like my wife who's used to being gone, this is going to be interesting, you know, because you sort of learn how to live in that dynamic. And so, um, so it's really not, yeah, all that, I'm just, not, it's not near as busy and chaotic as I think 
it might look like from the outside. So it's it's pretty, it's not easy to maintain, but it's not near probably as hard as other people's lives mm-hmm. are for busyness wise. Man. Well, I'm I'm fans of both of the podcasts. So oh, thanks, thanks for doing that. Thanks. Very, very cool. You mentioned touring. You're you got a I think I, I saw a date with Lauren Daigle uh-huh. coming up, yeah. which is awesome. And then you have your very own a very Dave Barnes Christmas tour That's coming right. out. That's in right. December. Uh, how's prep going for all of that? And where can where can people like where are you going on your Christmas tour? Yeah. And how can we? So we're doing we we're tickets? doing a um we're doing a we're only doing one weekend this year because uh my family and I are traveling for uh for half of December. So it was kind of like let's just get like one kind of run of shows in. Um, and so we're doing kind of Southeast and sticking to that, which is still great. And I love doing, um, but we're doing, um, gosh, four. Yeah. I think it's only four shows that culminates here in Nashville, um, all in the Southeast. And then, um, and then, yeah, Lauren's great. We're doing a one-off there. That, that was the thing, man, when this tour got moved, it was like, again, there was just all this open time, which I don't mind. I'm not the guy that's like, I'm not necessarily a busybody. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I'll, I'll keep writing for myself here and maybe, get some more dates on the books writing for other people too. Um, but, uh, but you know, it's just, it's like, I, I was so stuck and still am excited about the shows, but it was definitely one of those things like, okay, you know, so yeah. the, I've had a few shows come in uh, since then and I've been like, okay, good. Like, you know, cause then it's like, Oh God, am I relevant? Nobody cares. It's all gone, <laughs> you know? And so you know, you're, it's always encouraging when, you know, that, that was one of the things that was so fun about booking that lady a tour was just, you know, feeling like somebody wants you to go do those shows. It's just such an affirming. I mean, being 44 as a musician, it is no joke. It is not for the faint of heart. And uh, as an artist, I should say, especially. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's just an encouraging thing when you have somebody that, you know, it's like, Hey, come, you know, come do a show. And you're like, thank you. You'd be you'd like to play though. Right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, you know, it's always, it's always encouraging, man. Okay, so can we talk about songwriting for just a second? Um, Absolutely. You are an incredibly gifted songwriter. What is a word of encouragement you would pass along to songwriters who are listening? Yeah. Um, If it can't beat mine, don't do it. That's. I was just going to say, other than if we can't hit the mark that you're at, (laughs) just quit. Just all of us should quit. You know, so so that's a great question. And I first of all, I appreciate you saying that about songwriting. The thing that... um, the thing that is really tricky about living in Nashville, Tennessee, is there are so many talented songwriters in the city. I mean, mm. most of my closest friends are some of the best songwriters I know. And mm. so to hear you say that is, is it, it actually means a lot. I'm not, I'm not being facetious when I say that. Like I, it's I, because, you know, like when you're in the big leagues, you know, all, you're used to the highest level of of competency that's why you're there you know what i mean so one way to look at it is like gosh i'm in the big leagues but the other thing is like everybody around you is there too and they're all there for their mm-hmm. for the same reason you know some version of the same reason that you're there so i mean thanks for saying that because it's like the older i get the more I, i'm that means because i think you know in your 20s you're like yeah that's why i'm here bro and it's like <laughs> the longer i'm here i'm like oh my god i'm still on the team i didn't get cut i didn't get cut okay one more season okay honey we can pay for the van no, we can afford it um so um so thanks for saying that. I, I, I think, um, you know, I was at this really cool thing the Grammys hosted here in Nashville two days ago. They actually had Sting come in town, which was incredible. It was insane. They had like, they sent out an invite and there was like a hundred seats. It was crazy. He and Shaggy, uh, Mr. Lava, um, <laughs> which was so funny because they, you know, they're doing these, they're doing these reggae albums together, which is really cool and weird. And, and um, so they were both there and Shaggy was so fun and engaging. It was really cool. But you could feel that, you know, so much of the room was there because it's Sting. I mean, why is he in Nashville? You know, he's English. It's not just that it's a rock star. It's an English rock star who's, you know, 71 years old, who's a legend, you know? So you're like, what is he doing here? But one of the things he said that was so beautiful is somebody said, you know, you know, it was some question in that world about songwriting or something like, what would you say to people who are starting music or trying to make a living out of it? And he said, you know, music is its own reward. Mm. And I was like, what a beautiful thought. Like, yeah. he's like, it doesn't need to make you anything or do anything for you for it to not be rewarding already. Yeah. And I thought, God, that's a good word. Like, I was like, could I hire Sting to just show up at my door every morning and before I go to do that or sit with me in my studio here and go, hey, just remember, if all you get today is something that you don't think is great, it's still great. You know, and if you write a, the best song you've ever written today and nobody cares, it's still great. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 um, 
that posture and I think how it informs how we create is so valuable because it, it does this, it, it aligns us is the way we should be in relationship to the Lord and creation, creating under him and with him is, is that's, you know, God's not, there's no, God's not looking at that for quality necessarily. You know, he's looking mm-hmm. at it for um, authenticity, yeah. and, you know, and the fact that we are doing it as he made us to do uh, in, in conjunction with him and, and how he's made us. So I think, you know, I think that's the word and it's hard because I think the more you do it, you get better at it, but you also get more critical. And so it's hard not to feel like, you know, but I think at the end of the day, um, you know, you just, I, I, like I finished a song this morning and I was just like, every time it's like another, I'm just ecstatic. I'm so excited. And I think some of that has to be because I just got to do it again. Like who knows how it's mm-hmm. going to go? Who knows mm-hmm. what people are going to think about it? Um, I mean, it is about dragons and, and that's hard. It's hard to sell a song about, dra- but do I care? No, because dragons are the best <laughs> and it's a pet dolphin and a boy who only takes left-hand turns. It's a weird song, but it's really beautiful. <laughs> 19 minutes, but, um, and only on base. So, um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. It's the dolphins aren't it, but I, uh, you know, but you know what I mean? I think, I think there has to be some, um, posture of like understanding what it is we're doing when when we create and sure Mm -hmm. there is a business to it. There's an economy to it. You hope that you can make a living doing it, but to some degree that's, you know, we can't control that stuff. So you have to sort of just um, be a responder to the muse and God's promptings, you know, just do your best with mm-hmm. that, that side of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a great encouragement, man. Um, so we end every interview with the question, same question. We call it the big room question. So if we gathered every worship leader and all their volunteers, every production leader and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room and we gave you a microphone, what would you say to them? I'd say that's enough delay. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, <laughs> edge is the edge, and that's why he's the edge, everybody. Let's just cool it down. And Coldplay's <laughs> our only Coldplay. Let them be Coldplay. No, I, 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 I'm, of course, I'm jesting. I, I, you know, I, I thought about this a lot because it meant a lot that you sent this question. I tend to be um, quick of thought, so I'm not usually one that needs to know stuff ahead of time. Like that's, mm-hmm. I can, I can, um, ideate pretty quickly, which is sometimes <laughs> a nightmare. But um, but I was appreciative that you sent that early because I I was actually praying this morning, no joke, thinking about this. I was like, what is the answer to that? Um, because it can go a lot of ways. But the thing that I thought about was, I think I would just say thank you. Like mm-hmm. I, I think like it just takes so much time. It takes a lot of effort, and I think that job um doesn't get thanked enough i think of like not just the people doing the the actual singing and playing on stage but so many people running sound and you know the board and cleaning up afterwards and a lot most of those are not getting paid for it and so i think i would just Mm -hmm. say man thank you so much for you know spending the time to do it then and you know that serves the body of christ in such a significant way Mm -hmm. you know i think that's what i'd say Man, that's so good. That's so good. Thank you so much for taking the time. Guys, make sure you go follow Dave Barnes Music on Instagram, wherever you find him on the socials. It will be the gift that keeps him <laughs> I can promise you. I can promise. And go watch uh, the Corgi Corgi yeah, pilot yeah. video uh, and the cat ice cream. Cat ice cream was stuck in my head for about <laughs> 90 days. You know, after speaking I of songwriting, it. why is it the things, I mean, I, all of my songwriting friends, we laugh by this. Why is it the thing that you do immediately to be funny is always more memorable than the thing you spend a month writing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's something in your brain, like, oh, this doesn't matter. Just sing it. And everybody's like, hey, real talk, that's pretty hooky. I'm like, dude, no, <laughs> you know. So frustrating. Oh, that's fan. And, and guys, go listen to Dadville. Subscribe to that and Dave's Five Hot Takes. You guys are killing it, doing an awesome oh, job. Kind, so, man, thanks. thank you, thank you, thank you for taking yeah, the time. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, that is a dude that you want to hang out with. Oh, I know. We've got to have him back. He was We've got so to have him fun. back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, if you follow him on Instagram, I hope that you do. It is a treasure trove of unbelievable content, man. He yeah. does these characters and he, oh yeah. It's, you got, you got to go follow Dave Barnes, man. Yeah. He's good fun.
good fun. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 207 of the Worship Leader Props podcast. Uh, like we say every single week, make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you're yeah. consuming your podcast do content. Do it. Do it. Do just it. do it. That you know, just stop looking it. for us. You you're right. enough with the laziness, okay? Just just go ahead, hit subscribe, smash that button right now. Smash it. <laughs> smash it. Hulk smash. <laughs> Uh, like we ask uh, every single week, if you would do us a huge favor, a solid, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. Yeah. Just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. Share the podcast with someone this week. Introduce them to it. You know, Reach out to your network of worship leaders and worship peeps and musicians and just blast them all with it um, because we're just asking you to, okay? Just do Share it. Share it up. Just do it. Share, Share it up. It up. <laughs> and thank you so much for following us engaging with us, going back and forth. Even, even those of you who get a little snarky and spicy. Yeah. Thank we you. We love you. We love you. Just we still same. love you. Thanks for the engagement. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us <laughs> at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and uh, even over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, man. And shining a light on our friends at Maven Media Productions, guys. They are just doing incredible work. Um, and they're kind enough to help us edit our podcast and produce the graphics and the reels that you're seeing that are excerpts from the podcast. And basically anything that you see on our account that's really sharp, yeah. it came from Maven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're just the best. Like you need help with designing like some social media, like some branding, like some consistency at your church. Mm. You want to up your game. You need somebody to help lead that process for you. This is the this is the group of people to do that. You need yeah. some consulting or coaching or whatever it is. Hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're just incredible people. They and are. I promise that they will crush it for you. And thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks so much for listening to episode 207. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Smell you later.